0: y'all. This is She Buys It with Whitney Nasley. Yay! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the She Buys It podcast, y'all. I'm so excited. Rebecca is here with me all the way from Seattle, Washington, and I am super excited to see how this agent became an author, an investor, and now she trains people all over the world on how they can double their income. She's got two books on real wealth and double your business. You're going to love hearing from Rebecca and everything she's got to teach us in the next little bit. Rebecca, is there anything I
1: missed? No, you got it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, I am completely obsessed with the first deal. So I want to know about your first deal. I understand you got some duplexes now and you got a little favorite, but I want to talk about your very first deal as an investor.
1: I, <laughs> I, I guess were you an agent before you were an investor? Yes, ma'am. So I was a real estate agent that had helped other people do it and had saved up the money and was ready to go for it and got what they call uh, analysis paralysis. Yeah. Yes. Analysis paralysis. And so we knew we wanted to invest. We just, we were just kind of stuck. And, um, and so for for me, I ended up partnering with someone that I knew that had quite a few different investment properties. And I just said, we're ready. So when you see something, would you just let us know? And, um, and so he's an actual agent, we hired him. I just said, look, I don't even want to do my own deal. I'm going to hire you to represent me through this process. Cause I know what kind of buyer I could potentially be. And, um, and so what happened is we actually wrote a backup offer on a property that was already pending and that first offer fell through. And so then we were able to swoop in and get it. And girl, it was like open heaven signed from God himself, the appraisal came in fifty thousand dollars over the price. We got it at that is awesome. Instant equity. Instant equity felt like it was that big push of green light. You're doing the right thing, you're heading in the right direction, which was was exactly I think what I needed. (laughs) So now
0: was that a house or was that one of the duplexes? Or what was was the first two? First one was a duplex. Mm -hmm. awesome okay so Mm -hmm. jump straight into multifamily yes ma'am it's all good okay Okay. fantastic now you said we who is the we my husband my husband
1: mike and i Mm -hmm.
0: awesome awesome and you said that you hired an agent or you let an agent because you didn't want to become that buyer and i just want to reiterate how smart that is because surgeons don't operate on
1: themselves No. And you know, every real estate transaction that I have had over the last five years, specifically, that's the decision I made. I knew that I had way too many other businesses that I was responsible for. I had to leverage my time and hire the professional to get the job done. Absolutely. And sometimes it's nice to be the buyer and have somebody else take care of you. (laughs) (laughs) Totally.
0: Totally. I, I understand that. I'm the broker for Whitney Buys Houses. And Technically, I could do a lot of regular real estate, but I only work for myself and my mom. But my mom is one of those buyers that might be a little bit more difficult than others to please. So I have turned her over to somebody who does second homes, lake houses, whatever. So they're looking for her because that's just not Mm -hmm. what I do. And she Mm -hmm. needs a professional because she's going to have a lot of questions. There are going to be a lot of things going on. And I've been through some of these deals with my mom and my dad before, and they question why we have to do certain things. Whereas if somebody else was telling them we had to do certain things, they might still question it, but they're going to do it a little bit more Uh than just having their daughter tell them you got to sign this,
1: sign that. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it really gave us great negotiating power as well. You know, when you have that person advocating on your behalf. So it was a good move. Definitely.
0: And you still have to sign all the disclosures and disclaimers to let everybody know that you are a licensed professional. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's nice to duck under somebody else sometimes. You know what? I'm not dealing with this. Just give me this. Give me that. I'll check you later. Yep, exactly. exactly. I love it. All right. So that was the first duplex and we found it. On the MLS, or was it a pocket listing, or how did we come up with this? That was on the MLS. Mm-hmm. What was going on with the seller that he was wanting to sell? She
1: was wanting to sell. Um, that particular seller was was liquidating all their investments, and so they had partnered with the agent they'd been in relationship with for years, put it on the MLS, and um, and then that's what happened. Is the first offer over leveraged, made a couple of offers, found a better deal, quote unquote, you know, and then we were, you know, the backup. And I was completely happy to be a backup when that appraisal came in. So. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. All right, awesome. So tell me, uh, you put regular 20% down, went through a bank credit union, did you get it financed or did you get any
1: creative financing? We did um, conventional financing on that one. And um, actually we've done that on all of ours so far. There's nothing wrong with it. I am
0: crazy about the creative financing because it benefits so many different people in so many different ways. So I always like to ask and let everybody know that creative financing deals happen and you don't always have to come up with 20% down and go through the bank and do the regular things. But if that's how it works, do it to it, baby. There's thousands of ways to make money in real estate.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, and I think the cool part about it is for me personally, that money actually came passively. So I used passive income to create more passive income. And so that was something that at least for right now in this part of the story and this season was really exciting for me. Awesome. How long have you had these duplexes? So, three years now. Awesome. Perfect. Love it.
0: Okay. Awesome. So tell me about the others and go ahead and tell me about the favorite, your favorite.
1: Yeah. So from there we did do another duplex, um, one in particular that actually had this massive, crazy um, downstairs, unfinished basement opportunity for future growth. And so that was something that we were all over. We're like, yep, we love this as it is right now. And in the future, we could expand. You said future growth is Washington, one of those States where you can grow things for productivity. <laughs> is that what we're talking about here? Cause that's a different show. <laughs> Not that kind of growth, larger Floor plan, larger <laughs> blueprint. <laughs> we'll okay,
0: that. okay. I just want to make sure we're talking about the right thing.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, and then my favorite is the most recent purchase, which was the duplex, and it's great because it's cash flowing. Right, the the duplex rent covers the mortgage. However, this builder. To the right of the duplexes, built a five-unit storage unit that's fully fenced and completely separate from the duplexes, same land, just separate. And so what we've found there is one, free storage for our own toys if we need if we need it. And then two, I'm floored at what people will pay for storage units right and i think it's something that there are absolutely legitimate reasons as to why we need them and so i've been amazed at how much is coming in just based on i mean that's the storage units is where it's at so are you looking for more storage units without the duplex yeah. i mean i think that would be a great opportunity to look in, look into for sure i've studied
0: storage units a
1: little bit and stacy rosetti who runs the south atlanta area she did a
0: a weekend with me and we talked all about storage units because she loves Mm. them, but she gets, you know, mom and pa storage units that mom and pa just don't want to deal with it anymore. And they don't have them occupied. Okay. And she's looking at 20 units or more, maybe not more than 50. She doesn't want like, you know, 300 units, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's stuff. And she gets creative financing on them. And I, I have some cousins with storage units, but I just don't get it. So tell me what it is with the storage units that people have stuff that they want to put in somebody else's barn.
1: But I mean, that's literally it. It's just, it's, so we had, we did have to do some sweet talking to our property manager cause she's like, okay, you know, I don't normally do this. And I said, no, I get it. I totally understand. And could you at least just, you know, give it a go. And so Um, there were already leases in place. There were, you know, there were already things in place. And some of these people have literally been putting their things in these storage units for like 12, 15 years. And so it's just, it's consistent income that's coming in every month. So
0: do the people that live in the duplex use those storage units for Man, I would think that would be a beautiful
1: place to park an extra car or something if you were already yeah. living on site. It, it could be a possibility in the future so far, though. That hasn't been the case. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, great, it's a great opportunity. And, um, and it's a level lot. I mean, there's opportunity for boat parking, RV if we wanted to. I mean, you can get creative there.
0: That's one thing that Stacy said, you know, if it's gravelled or if it's grass, people will park a boat and a camper out there too because they can't put it in their subdivision. The HOA won't let them. And exactly. that's an extra, you know, 50 bucks for nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally
1: nothing. You don't even have to keep the roof established. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's definitely been one that came about and I was I just thought, "Wow, what a creative Builder, right? Whoever originally put those plans out—I mean, that I thought was genius. You said some people have had leases and stuff stored there for twelve or fifteen years. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's incredible. Have you yeah, had anybody I mean, stop paying on you? No. So perfect. So far, so good, right? I mean, and that was the thing is if this becomes a pain, if this becomes more work than than a blessing, then we will we'll adjust, you know, um, so far, so good. About how much are you getting every month for a unit, a storage unit? It varies just because some of them have been there longer than others. Um, I think in total, it's like of those five, I think it's close to like eight, maybe it's like eight, eight, eight fifty a month total. It's nothing crazy. And it's amazing, <laughs> but
0: it's for literally nothing, and you've got your property manager dealing with it. Yeah, so she's in charge, and she gets her normal whatever percentage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that would probably you could probably double down on your mortgage payment. Yeah, if the yeah. duplex is making the mortgage payment, and then the storage units are bringing in another eight or eight fifty. I mean,
1: that's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. So that definitely is my favorite for that reason, and I would have never thought to even. Um, you know, to even say that was something I was looking for until it came up and I was like, wait, what is that magical building on the right-hand side? <laughs>
0: so now that you know that, would you rather have the 50,000 in instant equity or would you rather have an extra bonus storage unit?
1: Both. I want both. <laughs> At a Cause, girl! Because the, the 50,000 was necessary for that moment, right? That was for me emotionally just... I needed that, right? To say, you're going in the right direction, let's do this. Um, And now the storage units has opened up conversation and and made me think about land in a different way, honestly.
0: I have a piece of land, it's a half acre, it's zoned industrial, and we have people that have, you know when fixer and flippers have those dumpsters in front of the house and they throw all the junk in it and then you haul it off to the landfill, well, when those dumpsters aren't on a job site, they have to sleep somewhere and people don't just want them everywhere. So you had to be zoned industrial. So we've had two different companies with dumpsters rent our land for $500 a month just to I keep dumpsters outside. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We had another guy that had uh, those like mini office trailers, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That you put up at job sites and stuff. Yep. He had those and whenever they weren't out at a job site, he had to stick them somewhere. Right. So he just put them on our lot and yeah. that was another $500 a month for nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's huge. It, it's
0: incredible. The ways that you can make money on real estate, it blows my mind. And I love seeing other people get excited about it and say, oh, I <laughs> never thought about that. Oh, that's a really great idea. Yeah, people should do that. Yeah, absolutely. Now I'm gonna <laughs> be looking for these. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Fantastic. So tell me how you help agents grow wealth because I'm a real estate agent and I started as an investor, got my license so that I could get the inside scoop. There's, Mm -hmm. I I don't think there's an inside scoop to get. In fact, my license gets in my way a little bit more than it doesn't uh, or more than it helps me. So I think it's awesome that you're helping agents see the forest for all the trees because so many agents out there are going to say, I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. I'm helping everybody else. And that fulfills me. Yeah. Well, my question is, how are you going to retire? How are you going to build money through the winter months? How are you going to go on vacation? How are you going to have real wealth, even though you're in real estate, if you don't keep anything?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was just talking about this yesterday. We don't have enough retire out of real estate parties. There are so many of our colleagues that end up working until they die. And, you know, I I love to be able to say that I'm in a position where I work because I want to, not because I have to anymore. And the gift of real estate has created this opportunity for us where, you know, they always say, oh, real estate. That roller coaster, that up and down, the inconsistent commission sales, you know, the reality is we all have opportunity to create multiple streams of income, whether it be the investing, whether it be the referral out of state around the country portion of our businesses, you know, and then With whatever company you're at, there's ownership shares, there's profit share, revenue sharing opportunities where if you can set yourself up to have multiple income streams coming in, it's that wake up money. Who doesn't want that? And I want legacy. I want to know that in the future, I'm long gone, that there's, you know, my profit share is going to be willed to a beneficiary. There will be a del pozo bank someday where my great great grandchildren want to either go to college buy a home or you know start a business and they can go and borrow from it so i think it's that legacy part and it's a long game most most real estate agents are playing that short game of this immediate sale and and i think something shifted in me when it was when you're going on a listing appointment it's not you know, this listing is mine if I wanted affirmation, it's, should I buy this listing should be the first question, right? Is this the house I should buy? And then if not, okay, now how can I help this person sell it? So, so
0: I have a program and it's called first Little and fast. And we make three offers on every property that we see, unless you're a real estate agent, then you get to make four. Mm -hmm. Because I teach you to make that cash wholesale offer. I teach you to make a lease option or an owner financing offer for five or 10 years. And then if you're an agent, it's exactly what you said. Should I buy this? Here's three ways I can buy it. If not, here, let me list it. Yep. But not just hungry and thirsty for the listing. Is this mine? Is this a deal? Can I just take this from you immediately and then do whatever I need to do with it?
1: Yeah. I love that. You know, I think so many of us, and I, I'm saying this is me, this was me, you know, not that long ago, you know, four or five years ago. It's just, I, I knew what I knew and I was just working to sell houses and serve people. However, if you really stop and start treating your real estate business like a business, you're in business for profit. And so for us, it's a 30-30-40 rule. 30% expenses, cost of sale and 40% profit margin. And many times real estate agents don't even know what a profit and loss is. And so when I'm training, when I'm traveling, when I'm I'm teaching, my passion is to the person who's hungry to want to step it up and go, you know, I know what I don't know. I don't like numbers or I don't like this or I haven't been, you know, managing a profit and loss. Those are the the hungry ones who just admit that I don't like this and I don't even know what I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna pour into you all day long.
0: But real estate school doesn't teach us how to run a business. Real estate school teaches us how to pass the exam. And then we had to figure out how to list houses. And then we had to figure out how to balance our marketing budget. And then we had to figure out how what closing gift to take. Nobody, I'm so glad you're out here helping these agents because nobody is telling them that they're running a business. And a lot of them say, well, I'll just get my license and then I'll just you know buy and sell my own house. That was me, that is me. Mm -hmm. But I've got other ways of making money so that I don't have to be a regular real estate agent and only have those commission checks coming in.
1: Absolutely. I get to be
0: super choosy, and that's what you get to be. When you're looking at this and you say, okay, it doesn't hit my 40% profit margin, call so and so, then you make your referral fee and everybody moves on and has a great life. Most agents don't get it, though.
1: Yeah. That is so exciting. And I mean, that's the gift of this business, isn't it? I got into it because I wanted flexibility and freedom to be a really great mom and a really great wife. And, you know, to be able to travel and visit my family who are not here locally. And, you know, I love that this business has provided me just different seasons of life. And, um, and so then it's a matter of, well, what else could there be that I should be doing? And so now how can I have my real estate business truly generate profit so that I can go and, and do what I feel I'm called to do. I see so many agents, they have
0: to get another closing to pay the discover bill. They have to get another closing because their kid needs a u- new uniform and they're just doing it like a hobby. And it's not, it is a business and if you don't tend to it, it's going to go away. It's like a garden. If you don't tend to that garden,
1: it's going to go away. It's going to get eaten it's, up with weeds. It's so true. And you know, and I was like 52, $53,000 in debt. And when I sat down and had that first accountability conversation of what my net worth was, I could answer really quick. It was negative. And that wasn't enough for that coach. He said, well, by how much? And I was like a lot, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a brat. He goes, oh my gosh no, no, bite by- how much, and that was my homework, I had to go back down to the penny, I had to figure out how much I owed. And once you expose it, and then once you tell another human being, now you're on the path to freedom, because you've got someone else that can come alongside you and cheer you on and say, No, you're going to be debt free. You're going to take a vacation that's paid for before you get on the airplane, you're going to have, you know, surplus because you're running your business like a business. And that's been something I'm so grateful for. That is a great
0: coach. My coach, my newest coach told me something very similar and we're working right now to figure out what do I owe? What do I owe on all my houses? What do I owe that I've robbed Peter to pay Paul and all these different businesses? Like what do I actually owe? Because when you don't know, then you don't know what you're up against, but you can't put a plan into place to clear it.
1: Yeah, and we created a really quick and easy calculator. And so I've got like a free short webinar just on how to know what your net worth is, just a very simple way. And so I'm happy to share that with everyone because that's really the first step is self-awareness and doing that first initial mathematical equation to kind of get it all out, get it in writing in front of your face (laughs) so that you can look at the reality and go, okay, this is where it is today. And by the end of this year, I'd like it to be this. And now here's the plan. Here are the steps. Let's go.
0: And you don't have to have it all done in a year. If you're looking at three, four, seven, eight hundred thousand $800,000 that you're in debt because you're paying off everything. Mm -hmm. Don't kill yourself trying to do that in eight months when you could take three or four years. Mm -hmm. And take it a chunk at a time and actually achieve it without killing yourself too. And enjoying the process. A lot of people, you know, 50 grand, that sounds like a lot, but it's, it's not people pay that much for a coach themselves. Right. Right. And then they got to double overcome 50
1: grand in debt and 50 grand in a coach. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's like you just said, it's counterbalance. You're going to do all those things and I'm going to travel. I'm going to go to places and do our snorkeling trips. I'm going to go and celebrate my mom's birthday. I'm going to go do these things that, that I want to do and still increase my net worth.
0: Because you can do it all. Like I asked you earlier, what do you want? Both. You can do it all, but you have to have Mm -hmm. a plan in place on how to do it and, The way you break down your 30, 30, 40, you're going to have a cushion. If crap happens and you aren't ready for it, you've got it already built
1: into the system. Have Mm -hmm. you listened or read Profit First? Yes, ma'am. He was just on on another podcast I was listening to, and I was so excited. Such a good book. All of his books
0: are amazing. Uh, The Pumpkin Plan changed the whole way I do everything. And then Profit First really planted that seed in me that there's other things, other ways to do things than just the richest man in Babylon taught us. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. I think he's great. And his writing style is amazing. And Mike McAulowich or whatever, I can't, he's amazing. (laughs) And he, I love the way he showcases his success stories Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the way he uses real examples to break things down. And when you said, you know, I'm not a numbers person. I am not a numbers person. For me to look at the numbers and look at what the bottom line is and the P&Ls and all of that, like, I really, I don't even understand because I didn't take those classes. I told my husband right. a couple months ago, I was like, I feel like maybe I should go back to college or something because I was a communication studies major and a women's studies minor. Like, they didn't teach me how to do this. And in <laughs> high school, I didn't learn how to do this either. So like, I don't know what I'm doing. Somebody gave me nine companies. It was me. I did it. But nobody told me how to run these things and i saw uh, a meme the other day that it said something about you know running a business is a lot like having a lion it's really cool until you wake up and think oh my gosh how did i get a lion is it gonna eat me (laughs) (laughs) you know like and
1: it's It's true true. we -hmm. have all these
0: great big ideas and then you know, as women too, we're going out, we're helping people, we're really pouring in, we're giving it our all. And then sometimes we forget to celebrate all the milestones that we've accomplished. We forget to take good care of ourselves. And that means financially, not just drinking enough water and getting enough sleep. That means if something happens, heaven forbid, we get sick
1: or in a car wreck or... Mm some of our life life happens. I mean, and I think that's what happened for me. I went through an unexpected divorce and I did not see that coming. And you know, I had this limiting mindset that single moms struggle and I didn't even know it until it all of a sudden hit me one day and I'm a realtor. And yet I'm believing this limiting belief that as a single mom, I'm never going to own a home again. And that's a whole other, that's a whole other conversation. However, that baby step was i purchased a home and it had a mini little mother-in-law suite and i rented that thing out and i think my mortgage was 1700 dollars, and i rented it for a thousand so my living expenses were 700 it was like my baby step to becoming a real estate investor and when i started kind of feeling the effects of that it brought so much freedom and confidence and so, you know, that's my mission now is moms, specifically in real estate, just encouraging each other because it does look different for us than others that don't have children. It, that, it, you're, you're running multiple businesses, however you want to look at it. And you need leverage at home and you need leverage at work. So...
0: And I think that happens a lot. And I'm open for this conversation because it needs to be had. We need to realize that you can be a successful single mom. You can be a successful single woman. You can be a successful real estate investor, even if your brother isn't a contractor. Like you can do all of this. And if you watch the news or even Facebook and Instagram, you'll see you know, where there's just one shining star of somebody that made it happen. But I'm telling y'all, there's thousands of us across this country and we have to come together to support each other and really pour into each other and say, I did this. You can too. Mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. You can do that too. Even if you're married and listening, you know, if you got a spare room, rent it out and get half your mortgage payment taken care of, girl. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Charge your mother-in-law when she comes to stay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that way you can rent
0: that room all the time. And don't we'll have to worry about it, <laughs> oh. it's awesome though. I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you did that because especially in this economy we're in, it's a sharing economy. We're renting mm-hmm. out rooms. We're renting out cars. We're renting out spaces. Everything is just super flexible. I saw a church that turned into an office the other day. Uh, there's another church that's turned into a brewery in downtown Knoxville. Like, share it if it's there share it move it around Mm -hmm. change it do something different with it you know co-op spaces and everything like put it out there let's make our money it doesn't i want to get rid of the guilt that as adults to be successful it has to all come on our shoulders you can share some of this burden you can share some of this and still reap the rewards from it too Mm -hmm. it's still your house somebody's just helping you pay it and nothing wrong with
1: that absolutely
0: Or, you know, you get one or two rental houses that bring in two or $300 a month and that covers your insurance for the month, Mm -hmm. or it covers your manicure and your massage for the month, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. but then you get another one and then it's covering your car payment and your Verizon payment. Yeah. And it doesn't take a whole lot of deals before all your bills are paid and then you're working for fun.
1: Yeah. And you're working to give, right? I mean, I think for me, that was it is I kind of had this you know, dream or this vision of, you know, duplexes here in America that are cash flowing. I sign a one year lease. I know I'm going to get that cash flow every month. I can now go sponsor my friend in Italy, who's an incredible missionary doing what they're called to do. And they can count on me for this amount every single month for the next year. You know, how amazing that we've got this opportunity to, yeah, be able to cover ourselves and then get to that place of giving like we never thought possible another way that
0: we can give is to have this team i have an all-female team except my videographer i haven't been able to find and not that i'm just looking for one but it's mm-hmm. just happened to be that the best videographer i could find is not a female but otherwise my whole team is female and i named she buys it the company off of proverbs thirty-one sixteen, which says she goes to inspect a field and she buys it with her earnings she plants a vineyard But there's a verse before that where it's talking about the Proverbs 31 woman and how she always has something for her girls to do. She always has people coming by. She's always buying stuff. She's selling stuff. She's got people that work with her. And that's another way we give. We give jobs. We give good women moms that need a little bit of flexibility but don't want to start their own empire like we've done. But we give them the ability to love their job feel like they're helping
1: build and still get paid really well for it too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And And that's, that's the gift, right? Is that it can be a win-win you can have it all. You can be a mom, you can be present with your children. And you know, when my kids were younger, I would take, it was Tuesdays, Tuesdays with Bella, that was my day off, everyone knew. And it was like, and if people don't respect that or don't understand it, then they weren't supposed to be in my world for this season. And I'll follow up with them later if they're still around, you know, I love that you can have, you can have both. Yeah. I just recently took
0: over the Knox the Real Estate Investor Association here in Knoxville. And one thing I kept hearing women say was they weren't coming to the meetings because they didn't want to bring their kids. And I was like, hold up, wait a minute. Aren't you a real estate investor for your children? And they said, well, you know, the kids aren't welcome. And I was like, says who? Like, bring the kids. I'm the product of child labor. My mom used to take me to appointments and job sites and auctions, and she'd have me filing stuff during the summer and running errands and bring the kids. Like, I'm totally fine with that. And there was this this vibe, and it was never said, and the man that I bought the Ria from never, like, put this out there, but it was this vibe that children aren't allowed in business. And I was like, no, 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 bring the kids, let them learn, let them ask questions, let them see you Learn, let them see you struggle. Let them see you problem solve. Bring the kids. Let's show them what's going on. Don't ever tell me you didn't do something or attend something just because you have kids. Like kids happen. And that's why we're doing all this stuff is for that generational wealth. Bring them on in so that they understand how they ended up with all this stuff. Absolutely. Agree a hundred percent. And if people don't respect that you're taking off Tuesday for Bella and people don't respect that, Three or four moms, and we even had a dad, they bring their kids and we've got a little parent parking spot, <laughs> so they're close to the door if they need to leave, if they come in late, you know whatever it is, they can do whatever they need to, but we know that that zone is for parents trying to do it all. That's awesome. Yeah. let's do it yeah don't absolutely stop just because the kids are there and I, I also told them at the meeting that if they don't like kids, sit up front. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we're going to end up with some kids around.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's really what happened is when I found myself single mom, I just was like, how is everyone doing it? How? How? you know what, and I didn't even really care about the business part because I know what I need to do for business. I wanted to know about what was going on at home and that's where our group came, right? And so we created this safe space for women to gather and be able to collaborate and encourage each other. And that's where we started talking about it. And so that's the birth of the Millionaire Real Estate Moms Group and our community online. And it was, let's talk about this. Is it more important that I make the meal Or is it more important that I sit and eat the meal with my children and I'm able to sit on the floor and play with them and be present when I come home from work? And so for us, it was how do you create the not to do list? I love that. I watched uh, Bad Moms at
0: Christmas last night or whatever that was. And they said, you know, they're taking Christmas back. They're gonna do it their way and not just the way that they've been forced to believe they're supposed to do it, you know? And that was awesome. And I was with my accountant this morning and we're coming up on tax season and her husband has a trip planned right before April 15th. And I was like, are you kidding me? Who's going to watch the kids? And she was like, I don't know. It was crazy. And I was like, you know what? I'll take them both Mondays. He's gone. I'll be over at three. I'll get them right after school. Yo, we got to help each other. And women helping women doesn't just mean buying each other services. It means collaborating and hanging out mm-hmm. and taking on the kids when you have to, she's working on my taxes, (laughs) you know, like I'll watch your kids while you fix my stuff. Absolutely. It's got to be all of us giving and helping Mm -hmm. and then helping the lady sellers that don't want to talk to a man or they price them out or, you know, whatever it's us Mm -hmm. helping the women business owners that run a roofing company and giving them our investment business and women helping women doesn't just mean we have to buy from each other. It means we have to help. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Even when she didn't ask you,
0: she didn't ask me to take on her kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just said, okay, I'll pick them up on Monday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that, it's that whatever it takes attitude, you know, it's, it's whatever it takes to encourage each other and uplift each other, support each other. That's, that's what we're all desperate for. And yeah. you know, I think, especially in this industry we are guilty as women. We are catty, we bad talk. And it's like, you know, I was just telling this new group of agents that came through. I'm like, I will walk away from a conversation if you start gossiping because we have got to encourage and build each other up. We have to, we
0: get so stuck in these little crazy little things that we're not minding our business. And then we don't grow our wealth. Exactly. We get distracted and all these little crazy things. And I tell my girls, you know, like they'll start to tell me some things that they got even going on at home or the husband. And I'm like, okay, but I need to do this, this, and this, and this. And it brings them back to, I don't, I love you, but I don't want to know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to care. I don't want to go into that. That's not what this is. I also, I don't require my girls to have a 40 hour week in the office. If you come in and get it done in four hours, we mm-hmm. don't have time to gossip. Mm-hmm. Get it done. Let's go. I'm not trying to see how long we can hang out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the culture Crazy. of productivity, not of water cooler talk. Right. And I mean, I think it's, that that's it is you'll attract those people when, when you yourself are doing those things. And you know, I follow a time block calendar. I, you know, I, I love, I, I love Proverbs woman cause she's got a lot going on. I relate to that. That's me. I'm like, I like that. I like variety. I like, I like going and, I I like doing and it's also important to find time to rest and recover um, and refresh. However, yeah, no, no time for drama.
0: Mm -mm, No, none of it, but the more women we can get to see that side of life, the easier it's going to be for women like us to just hang out and be about our business. And I love hanging out with strong, smart, opinionated women. I don't have time to guess what you're trying to say to me. Just say it. And if I don't understand, then tell me again. But let's get on with it. Let's solve it. Let's move on. (laughs) 18 projects that just came up in this five minute conversation. I don't have time for the rest of it. Exactly. Three tenants that have called me in the last six
1: hours. Uh huh.
0: So tell me about these books you have written.
1: Well, these books came to existence because of Erin. She is one of my partners in business and um, she encouraged me to blog. And from that blog came these books. And it really was just wanting to share my message of why I got my real estate license and why I believe everyone should have their license. Not everyone should actively participate in, you know, being a realtor. However, in my opinion, if you're ever gonna buy a house, everyone should have their real estate license because of the referral aspect of our business. And we're, you know, we're a part of the world's largest referral network at our company. I've got literally right on my phone. I can, I can literally connect you with anyone anywhere in the world, look up their production, tell you what they specialize in, whether it be leases or listings or buy side, whatever. So The books came because I'm like, this is my message. And I just want to be able to make sure I can tell the entire world, this is why I chose this career and you, you should too. So,
0: so I love that. And I have been very lacking, laxing, I've, I've not done any referrals and that's a huge, pipeline of money that I've missed out on. And I'm an independent agent. So I don't have, you know, the worldwide connection of agents to help with, but I get a ton of leads. And if I could just flop those over to somebody else and
1: close and then get a little check back, it'd be amazing. Well, and that's the stay at home mom. That's the work from your phone opportunity is that getting your real estate license is not what you see on HGTV. If you just, neither is investing. Well, it's (laughs) true. Right. And I mean, the thing is, is that yeah. I mean, there's, there are these passive income opportunities for people that they just don't know about that. I want to, I want to get the word out. So yeah,
0: there's thousands of ways to make money on real in real estate. HGTV's only showing you a handful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I love to throw a good party and hold a good open house. However, there's just so much more to it. Very much so.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All right, fantastic.
0: Gosh, you've answered all these questions so well. Um, Is there anything else? Oh, wait, I know. Blogging. Do you still blog?
1: Yes, ma'am. How do you have time to blog? It's time block. Like Today will be my Rebecca Reflex post. I have a reminder in my calendar, and I have multiple people hold me accountable to the things that I've said are important. And so every Friday, I do a Rebecca Reflex and then I have a Rebecca Remet, Recommends. Um, and so it's just a matter of saying, okay, these are the things I'm gonna do. And then time block, put them on the calendar and have someone hold me accountable. She moms me, I mean, let's get it real. She, you know, she she goes through my calendar with me every single morning. We have a beginning of day call. We have an end of day call. We review calendar together. Cause I know, I know myself. I know I'm, I'm a bit of a scatterbrain ADD I'll go over, you know, and so to have someone have these conversations with me on a regular basis and follow a schedule, and that's what it's about, right? I
0: love that, I, I am a scattered mess most of the time, and so if I had somebody that would really do that, it, it would get on my nerves, but I would really appreciate it. <laughs> oh,
1: ex- exactly, because I think that's it, is I do it, I really do love the structure. And even though I say I love freedom, the reality is when someone's holding me accountable and reminding me of the things that I need to do today, I'm that much more productive. And so I, I'm so blessed to be surrounded by incredible people who do that for me. And um, so yeah, blogging is still definitely something I'm, I'm a part of and then obviously just really showing up in our private group. One thing I learned
0: a couple of years ago, I hired a ghostwriter and I am really good at video. And if I can take 10 or 15 minutes, I can get it out in video and then she can turn it into blogs, articles, posts, sub posts, like there's so many different things. And she is really wordy and she's really good with words. And she's really good at getting my vibe into words. Whereas Mm. I've written two books also, and I just kind of hammered them out and just brain dumped them in like a rainy morning. And then I I didn't really go back to it. And that really works for me. If I can just get it out, Mm -hmm. it's good. But it took me like four hours to get that stuff out. Whereas I could have said it all in 20 minutes and then she could have turned it into the other stuff. And so Uh Time management wise, I've just learned that the videos are better for me. And I've also learned that if I'll go live on Facebook, either on my personal profile or on uh, one of my business pages, and then we can just get that video wherever, I perform better in front of an audience. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. If I just record a video and it's just me here in my office, the videos are just kind of like, mm. <laughs> you know? But if I know there's somebody there, then I just turn on a little bit more. Yeah, Yeah, I do. That's
1: good. That's good.
0: I'm glad to know that you like blogging, though. And it's got to be a good stress relief to say, what happened? What am I doing? What's going on? And have that. And then you reflect back on it in a year or six months, even if you put the bad out. Put it out. It's fine. It's going to happen. And If it connects with somebody, then you've helped. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. What would you tell a lady who is thinking about getting started as an agent or as an investor or both? What would you tell a lady who's thinking about
1: getting started? Don't wait. Don't wait. You know, I think many times our brain goes to How am I going to do this? Like I want to do this and our brain instantly goes to the, how am I going to do this? I would say that's not the question to be asking. The question is who, who has already done this and who can I go sit next to? Who can I sit under? Who can I collaborate with? Who can I listen to a podcast jump into a group? Who, who is doing what it is I want to do and then go and be learning based and listen, take notes and that's who you'll become. As long as you do what they've told mm-hmm. you and poured in, a lot of
0: women are still in that school mentality where, you know, we were taught, go to school, get a degree, go to school, do this, go to school, do that, go to school. But we weren't taught to work. That, so uh, yeah, now true. When, when you find somebody and you saddle up alongside her and she's working work girl. Yes. That's so good.
1: <laughs> learn from her. Absolutely.
0: But don't <laughs> just look. learn and then watch.
1: Yeah. It's go do Mm -hmm. Go do whatever she just told you to do. Do, So that's what, that would be my advice is don't wait, do it. Because we all have these limiting beliefs. I don't have a college degree. I thought, you know, I'll never, I'll never make more than a hundred thousand a year. I, all these limiting beliefs that hold us back. It's all garbage. It's not true. You can do this. Don't wait, get, get yourself into communities and surround yourself with like-minded people and it will happen. It will. Oh, it will. All right.
0: Awesome. So where can people get in touch with you? If they have more questions or they want to follow up and how do we get this
1: calculator? Absolutely. So Millionaire Real Estate Moms is our Facebook community group. It's a private group. So if you just search Facebook for Millionaire Real Estate Moms um, or the website is realcareersworldwide.com r e a l real careers worldwide.com all the information all the books all the things all the blogs everything about me is there and i'd love to connect with everyone on facebook that is where i'm at that's where i show up and um and would love to be a resource and and cheer anyone on who's wanting to to get to get get going like we've talked about
0: Awesome. All right. Well, that is fantastic. I've appreciated having you here so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all don't forget. Yes, absolutely. Y'all don't forget to subscribe to the She Buys It podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a comment down there or give us a like and subscribe to the She Buys It channel. Don't forget, I have a free gift for you if you go to getyourfirstdeal.com and I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Bye
1: y'all. Bye.